Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, hey, Pete, you ready to start the show? Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, I was just busy checking out this Indiegogo campaign for a new graphic novel. A graphic novel, huh? What's it called? It's called Dodd Skull Investigations, Volume 1, The Simeon Case by John Engel. Oh, right. What's that like oddly drawn sci-fi detective story about a PI of an unknown species who lives in a world populated by intelligent animals and sentient objects? The PI wants to get ahead in the world, so he takes on a dangerous high-profile case that ought to get him some attention, but instead forces him to look too into his own dark origins. So John Engel's using Indiegogo to get funds to complete the book. Well, Good for him. That's the thing. The book's already done. This John Engel guy isn't asking for donations. He's using it as a pre-ordering platform. You give him 20 bucks, and he'll give you a signed copy of the book, a specially designed letterpress bookmark, and ship it right to your door. But the campaign closes on April 30th, so time's a-wasting. Okay, but our guest is waiting, so how about we do it after the show? Right. We'll just go to Indiegogo.com and search for Dodd Skull, or better still, go to StarWarsMinute.com and click on the link from today's episode. What could be simpler? Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. And I am Crystal Beth, Star Wars fan. Excellent. Welcome back, Crystal. Thank you. Thanks for coming back. Uh, Today we're talking about Minute 74 of Return of the Jedi. 74. Minute 74 starts out with uh, C-3PO trying to tell the Ewoks not to cook the gang. And uh, ends up with C-3PO flying through the air about to unleash his vengeance on uh, the Ewok village, <laughs> the Bright Tree village. I like that, uh, you know, C-3PO is like, no, don't do not do that. Well, as far as we know, you know, he could be saying, you know, could be giving claims them, to be saying could be giving them a recipe for all we know. But mm-hmm. he claims that he's saying, you know, like, yeah, don't don't do that. Don't cook my friends. But uh, but Logre is just kind of like, no, 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 we're going to cook all of them. Like he's just kind of gesturing at them. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, no, no, all of these guys are going to be cooked and on the on, we're going to eat them. <laughs> it's a good like the way that he the the. Uh, once again, the the acting of uh, Mike Edmonds comes through. You really see something <laughs> yeah. there. That's you a real he, Jabba tail acting right there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that he really wants to cook those guys. Yeah. But that also shows, like what we said, I think it was a couple of days ago, uh, Low Gray's kind of a jerk. Yeah. He doesn't even listen to gods. Right. He's like, I'm doing my thing. I'm going to cook them. Oh, you're going to do your magic? Great. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And- I'm going to do my magic and that's cook dinner. Logre is, uh, you know, standing in front of kind of, you know, almost elbowing out of the way, uh, Chief Chirpa here, who's the the figurehead leader of Bright Tree Village. Mm-hmm. You barely see him. Yeah. Or, like the, or her. 
or her. Because we know Chief Trepa was uh, played by Jane Busby or Busby, Busby. Um, so I don't know if Chief Trepa was intended to be a, a male or female Ewok, but uh, huh. played by a woman. Well, there's the woman. Mm-hmm. I have two other factoids about Chief Chirpa. Oh, please. Um, Chief Chirpa's brother is named Bozzy. Bozzy Chirpa. And hey, Bozzy Chirpa. <laughs> Chief Chirpa's nephew is Poplu. Oh. Huh. So Pop there Blue. you go. I didn't know that. Oh, and you know, I guess I guess uh, Chirpa is a man because they, they, it was identified in the Wikipedia that Chirpa is the uncle of Poplu. Uh, so that okay. would, it seemed, would, it would mm. seem to imply that... Uh, hmm. Sorry, ladies. Was that the Ewok facts for today? That was today's. No, I actually have a. Uh, oh, I uh, right. wanted to, want to, today's Ewoks facts. Oh, yeah. well, now? sure. While we're in the neighborhood, while we're in Bright Tree Village, <laughs> Bright Tree Village. <laughs> uh, today, I got some information about the Ewoks television series, mm. which uh, the children out there might not even remember because it was uh, it aired 1985 to 1986, 35 episodes. It was on uh, Saturday morning television, prime PTR Saturday morning time. Okay. <laughs> I was, it was 10, 10, 11. Paired with the droids show, mm-hmm. uh, Lucas wanted to keep his hand, you know, keep Star Wars in the pop culture landscape, and didn't work out too well because um, they didn't last very long. Phenomenally expensive, five hundred thousand dollars per episode. Hmm. Holy moly! Which made it among the most expensive Saturday morning cartoons produced. Interesting, and the animation wasn't that good either. No, like it was regular '80s animation, but the Ewoks didn't look look like Care Bears. Yeah, basically. And I already watched Care Bears, so why would I want to watch right. Care Bears 2? Well, space. Care Bears and Care Bears, Care Bears in space. As opposed to just the sky. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, the animation was done by Nelvana, mm-hmm. which also did the animation for the much maligned Star Wars Holiday Special. I guess mm-hmm. Lucas liked the animation enough to say, hey, you guys get the job. <laughs> and um, Lucas was heavily involved. Uh, in the creation of the show, you know, the scripts and whatnot. Uh, Do you know if he was heavily involved with both or if he was just focused what? on the Ewoks and, no, both and left droids to whoever? Um, both of them, I think. Okay. But uh, with with Ewoks, he gave, he said, okay, I want you guys to all read Hero of a Thousand Faces and all this Joseph Campbell stuff. <laughs> so uh, With the Ewoks? Theme? With the Ewoks, wow. yeah. Because he wanted it to be like authentically, you know, uh, anthropologically... Uh, hmm. Not accurate exactly, but... Um, Something hmm. there. Uh, they constantly battled with the network people, the standards and practices On the show, <laughs> the main antagonist in the Ewok cartoon was the network. The standards and practices person. Right. These they, guys in suits that would just come through into the forest. Uh, one episode was re- one episode called Starman was rejected for being too Star Wars-y. Huh. So really? So let you know what they're dealing with back wow. in... Wow. Uh, Interesting. I yeah. wonder what that entailed. I don't know. Probably a lot great. of uh, probably a lot of shooting and stuff. Yeah. Because I think back then, especially, you know, you couldn't really get away with. Well, mm. I'm not sure though. I don't know. Anyway, it's too Star Warsy. Yeah, too Star Warsy. The Star Wars cartoon. Yeah. So mm. uh, I'm assuming it had to do with violence. But uh, anyway, that's today, and it's not available on DVD or Blu-ray or anything. I wonder if Disney will. Uh, change that do they own all that stuff now yeah i guess mm-hmm. they own all of it anything yeah. that had lucasfilm brand on it is now owned by disney mm-hmm. yeah that's or just crazy. star wars no all the anything lucasfilm lucas what about like uh willow and uh mm-hmm. definitely own willow howard the duck mm-hmm. and they, uh well i mean howard the duck is they own it twice yeah <laughs> <laughs> does they least. cancel each other out yeah. 
So there you go. That's today's Ewoks facts. You, Ewok you ever facts. watch the Ewoks cartoons? You seen like um, just little bits and pieces right. that I've seen online. Mm. I was really. I think I had the 1986 Ewok calendar, which was all had art from the Ewok cartoon um, <laughs> for each month, and it was very like I, I remember being into the uh, the whole thing with the Ewok cartoon briefly because it was only on for like a year. Yeah. Um, then, in when everybody kind of came back, and you know, like uh, when I met up with some some. Star Wars people in college during the dark ages between the end of the original trilogy and the whole, you know, special edition uh, uh, prequels thing. Um, there was some buzz that like, yeah, you know what? The droids cartoon was good. I don't know. Nobody remembers it, but apparently it was like spacey. Like it was like space adventure and it was interesting. And, uh-huh. and somebody I know bought a tape of it at a convention or something like that at one point and watched it and they're like, yeah, it's pretty good. But um, <laughs> sounds like a response. Yeah. I'm kind of interested in going back and checking that one out because it's, it's, it had more, you know, it was just R2-D2 and C-3PO and then like a whole bunch of weird space adventures. So it was almost kind of like more like the like the old Marvel comics, Star Wars oh, comics, okay. like after the adaptation where it's just kind of like weird space adventures with some right. people you know, but then a bunch of people you don't know too. It was a bit of a tangent, nothing out of do. Ewoks was all just in, in the village pretty much. Oh. Right. Well, they, yeah, they said it network was, people. Well, they said it was a lot easier to do the Ewoks because the, all you had to do was draw trees, whereas the right. droids when they had to constantly be coming up with new settings and new planets and cities and whatnot. Right. Minute 74. Back to right. Minute 74. <laughs> minute uh, 74 has another one of my favorite uh, moments where an Ewok speaks English. Another Martin Short quote. Another Martin Short moment. Except uh, this time it's after C-3PO says, I'm gonna, well, first off, he's got one in there. C-3PO says, uh, while he's telling everybody, if you, don't, if you don't cut it out, I'm going to get angry and use my magic. <laughs> he says, Toronto gosh, which I think would make a great uh, tagline for, for the you know, tourism board uh, over there in Toronto. Or a great improv team name. There you go. Oh, oh my Toronto gosh. gosh. Um, <laughs> then he goes through this whole thing. All and those Ewok like, fans showing up for your <laughs> yeah, Toronto exactly. Gosh <laughs> improv group. That's not nothing to do with Ewoks. <laughs> Although let's mark that because I think he says that again later when he's telling the story of Star Wars to the to the group. He might yeah. say Toronto he Gosh. Toronto Gosh. Yeah. Oh, we might. Say. Spoiler. <laughs> but then uh, Logray's response to C three PO telling him he's going to get angry and use his magic. Toronto Gosh. Is Montreal? Wow! <laughs> Suddenly, there's Vancouver. No, um, his response is telephone sandwich, and that's always been one of my favorite things. And telephone, like, telephone sandwich, sandwich, because it's so huh. set up too. It's not like it's like everybody's like, bah, 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 and it builds up to a moment of silence, and then like like low grade just basically looks at the camera and he's like, telephone sandwich. So that's my uh, one of one of my favorite parts of this movie, right there. Oh, there you telephone go. sandwich. <laughs> Sounds tasty. In a cool kind of, you know, telephone sandwich in a very cool Iwaki voice. Do you think he was requ- requesting how he wanted them prepared? He's like, <laughs> cut them up into telephone sandwiches. <laughs> you know how to make a telephone sandwich, don't you? Practice. <laughs> you get a wish sandwich. Um, more bad H. Ford. <laughs> Which yeah. part where uh, he's saying that didn't do very good. That where he says... <laughs> Because right. C-3PO says, let them go, and then he says, telephone sandwich, and they keep putting the wood on it. And he's like, right. well, that certainly didn't seem yeah. to help. Is that Somehow, the I don't think they got the idea. <laughs> yep. Or are you talking about him trying to blow out the I torch? I like when he's blowing out the torch. Blowing out like, the torch is kind of, the kind of, that's a very indie kind of move. choice. Yeah. 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 Although he does a kind of Woody Allen sputtering to like, I, 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 
ugly he's trying like he's yeah. he seems very uh befuddled when he's trying to spit it out it is a funny bit though have we brought that up before that like what if this you know if you replace harrison ford with woody allen in this in this <laughs> saga what that would uh, how that would play out oh man i can totally see that in some, be some crazy <laughs> it would be not so yeah right around that time is my some some of my favorite mark hamill acting too hmm Oh, that's right. He does the, uh, he starts doing Trivia. his serious face. Right. Tell them that if they do not what you say, do not do what you say, you will become angry with them and use their magic. <laughs> and he like, looks like he's about to have a seizure and rolls his eyes back to his head. Right. <laughs> well, it's, you know, he has to make a, make a show of me like, oh, I'm really using the force here. See? Yep. Well, do you, I just, as the first time it occurred to me, is he trying to use the Jedi mind trick on 3PO? To make him do that. Is he saying, like, 3PO, tell them you're going to use, you know, you're going to use your magic. And then, <laughs> yeah. Can you do the Jedi mind trick on robots? Your thoughts? No. No? No, I you think it's a... You don't look confident a, when you're saying you're like, Well, no, because I, I'm racking my brain right now trying to think if I've ever seen an instance of it. And I don't... I think that you have to be weak-minded and robots and droids... Dro- droids are robots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they have personalities, but they don't... They don't have a brain... You know what I mean? Mm. I feel right. like things that are... If they only be, had a brain. If they <laughs> only had a brain. Imagine. And a heart. Oh, sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't think that they can. Because mm. there's not a, like a no life being force in to them? be manipulated. Mm. I agree, but... You also don't think anyone... Can, you can yeah, go, I don't <laughs> think the force is real. Therefore, I think... <laughs> If I were Luke and if I was if I was a charlatan trying to kind of maintain this force illusion, I would program C-3PO because I owned him. I would program it so that if I say certain things, C-3PO would just be like, oh, yes, I agree. And do like so uh, throw in some kind of, you know, uh, verbal commands that override his programming. So then to everybody else, it looks like, oh, man, he just Jedi mind tricked that robot. He's hardcore. Uh, He's pretty serious. But So that got him to float? Yeah, I need to know your logic for the floating part. Yeah, I don't that's, have the, that's the uh, elephant in the room is how do you well, explain the uh, floating? Not that, not that if you can't explain it, it means the force is real. Right. It could just mean that we just don't know what the answer is. As we found out, you know, uh, in some other movies, sometimes droids have rockets when you don't expect them to. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it was this verbal command thing. It was just like, you know, sent C-3PO a verbal command that uh, activated, activated his rockets. Yeah. Well, we also see there's a lot of droids that just levitate mm-hmm. without using rockets. Yeah. So go. he could be yeah, very well true. using that. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll, did you just come up with that off the fly? Yep. On the fly? Or did you... Uh, it, both on and off the fly. There was a fly involved in that there thought. Was and that was That was uh, real deep. I like uh, it. I'll, I'll yeah. allow it. Uh, right. You've convinced me. I'm going to keep struggling to maintain yeah. this illusion of not of their, this all being an illusion. Right. I was about to say something that was about to be a spoiler from the next thing. but mm-hmm. The next um, minute or the next? No, two minutes, I think, from now. Outside of your purview, outside of your jurisdiction. Exactly. Oh, right. I'm not going to say it, but I think that um, there is a line that would support your hmm. your theory. I think I know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't, wait to, I can't wait to hear this line mm-hmm. that proves your thesis. So, Crystal, we like to ask first-time uh, people uh, who come on the show, uh, do you have any fond memories of seeing Return of fond or unfond memories of seeing Return <laughs> of the Jedi or the first time you saw it, anything like that? Any memories you'd care to share? We know you had uh, a lot of stuffed Ewoks and a stuffed Yoda. Yes. Um, I also can't remember seeing Star Wars for the first time. I just always have seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad always had me watch it. Um, the first scene I ever remember is actually from Star Wars, um, the garbage scene. 
garbage compactor uh, on the Death Star. That's mm-hmm. the first thing I remember seeing ever. And but um, I went through a few phases where Empire was my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I have more fun watching Return of the Jedi just to like. Just they're all having so much fun in it and mm-hmm. I'm having fun when I'm watching them. And um, I think that uh, growing up, I was so into Star Wars that my mom sent me to therapy because she was worried that I like that I was mistaken these I've mistaken these people for like real people. Wow. Even How did this I knew- manifest itself that? She drove you to therapy. I assume she drove you. Yeah, she drove me. She, <laughs> she made me walk. You. Yeah. She using was like, Crystal, mind. go. Losing her mind tricks. Right. She was like, this isn't real. How does she know? Um, well, it would be like, for instance, when I, I was getting a tooth pulled at mm-hmm. one point and I would not sit still. I wouldn't relax. I was like screaming. How I old were you? 17. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I was probably like nine or 10. Okay. Um, but I... In order to calm down, I just kept going, Han Solo's here and he's watching me. Han Solo's here and he's watching me. He doesn't want me to freak out anymore. He's watching me. And I was like calming myself down with that. My mom was like, that was when. And I would come home from school every day and watch them. So my mom was like, and I I had Star Wars Encyclopedia, so I would just pour through it every day. Um, It was really all I had. I didn't have, I had friends, but like not. Your Good, friends were Han Solo ones. and Luke right. Skywalker. Yeah, they were better friends. I Watching you more. get dental work done. Exactly. So uh, she would. They they brought me, and the therapist said some BS about. Well, she has a bad family life, so she's using them to replace her family. And even as a therapist told me this, I was like, I just like the movies. I didn't feel <laughs> like I liked them too much, yeah. but I have an addictive personality to just like mm-hmm. enjoy things, right. but. Um, and also Harrison Ford was your dentist. So right, really exactly. Was. Harrison Solo was in the room with you. <laughs> True. You you wouldn't know. He came just for me. He mm-hmm. loves me. But yeah, that's um, I think that was my, that's my funniest um, Star Wars thing. But my most prized Star Wars possession is my Star Wars tattoo. Oh, oh yeah. I am probably more proud of that than anything I've done in my life. Um, it's my first one that I ever have. It's in the back of my shoulder and it says, never tell me the odds, Mm -hmm. which is my favorite Han Solo quote, but it's written in Arabesh. Oh, wow. Which I wanted a Star Wars tattoo that was for me Mm -hmm. that I knew what it was. And if someone knew what was written there, we would be best friends forever. And it turned out the day I met my boyfriend introduced, I was like, Hey, how are you? And he was like, great. How are you? And I was like, good. And turned back around. He tapped me on the shoulder and was like, is that a Star Wars tattoo? And I was like, oh. <laughs> Han Solo was here and he's watching me. Yeah, Han Solo's here. Han Solo's in the room. Han Solo's in the room. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Um, Han Solo, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, okay. Throw out game. Spit mad game. And I just. <laughs> I'm picturing Han Solo showing up like uh, like Al in Quantum Leap where he's just like, okay, here's what you do. Right. <laughs> Everything. Oh man, that was that would be amazing. Wait, I so what is there. the? I, I'm probably exposing myself as a poser, but what is the language? Arabesh, which is which I had to pull from prequel mm-hmm. because they have Arabesh. It's what's galactic basic is written in, in the Star oh, okay. Wars universe. Right. So they have a little bit of it in Return of the Jedi on uh, Luke's display. Yeah. When he's in the X wing with R two. Yeah. Right. Didn't go into it very much, but then in the prequels, they utilized it fully. They did it. So it's a character. So like A is Arrow, B is... Oh, it's a one-to-one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was the direction. Because I didn't want to get like an X-Wing or the Imperial symbol or the Rebel Alliance or the Jedi Academy. Or just Something more obvious. Yeah. So I went into that and got 
So um, did your boyfriend see it and was he able to translate it? He couldn't translate it. Oh, okay, but he just knew he it was the Star knew, Wars Lenhardt Court. That, yeah. he, if he was yeah. just like, oh, he let me like, tell you, the odds of oh. successfully navigating an asteroid field. <laughs> right? And, He'd be like, the odds of you <laughs> me now with PG, <laughs> the odds of you <laughs> taking me out on a date tonight are incredibly high. Right. <laughs> that's what that is. Right. See, that's the thing um, is it's not the kind of thing where he can say, oh, the odds of doing that because it says never, never tell me the odds. So he can't then. That's true. It's a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. I love Star Wars. I'm incredibly excited to be here with you guys. I hate being told the odds. And I hate being told the odds. Right. Don't do it. I don't like being told the time either, so don't do that either. (laughs) Never tell me the time. Never tell me the time. Um, All right. Well, I guess it's time for us to wrap up. Oh. Don't tell Crystal. Oh, God. I just started sweating. But uh, yeah, if I didn't, nobody else has anything to say about seventy four. I think uh, we've got some more, some more uh, time in the village tomorrow. Um, Crystal, can you come back tomorrow? Yes, I please. won't tell you what day that is. I'll just say you know it's tomorrow. It's not today. Exactly. Just you, know, uh, you have my email address. Exactly. I'll just email right, you. You show up, and and it'll all be cool. Perfect. Everybody else, uh, come back tomorrow. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Buy a shirt, won't you? From StarWarsMinute.com. Star Wars. Oh. No, slash merch. And then we'll see you all tomorrow here on the Star Wars Star Minute. Star Wars Minute. No. Alex Robinson from Alex from AlexRobinson.com. Let me state that again. Alex, I'm I've only done this a thousand times. <laughs> I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. And I'm Crystal Beck. I think your microphone might be off. It is off. <laughs> it's on now.